All right. It's finally time to record the 300th episode of Cinemaholics. Will, I hope you're as ready as I am. Uh, sure I am, John. Wow. 300 episodes of reviewing movies every week. Hard to believe we don't have uh, anything better to do with our lives. Not so fast, Will. You're also wasting all your time finishing up the final season of your other podcast. It ain't ogre till it's ogre. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Before we start, John, I can't help but notice you've been fidgeting with some glowy toy in your hand. Oh, this? Yeah, I ordered a fidget ring as a Christmas gift to myself, but I think I got sent the wrong package. This thing is always glowing violet and whispering strange prophecies in my ear. It's probably no big deal. Agreed. All right, well, let's get this party started. Sounds good. Roll the theme music. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Ain't Oak It Ain't ogre till it's ogre will are you okay yeah you're acting extremely freaking weird that chris what are you guys doing here what do you mean we're supposed to be doing the podcast yeah we've we've been here for like nearly six years right i guess i'm just confused i thought i was about to do a podcast with someone else a second ago maybe i just dreamt it you do another podcast no, i'll believe it when i hear it well, yeah, you guys know all about it. It's Cinemaholics. Cinema what? Okay, you guys are just being silly at this point. What kind of prank is this? Well, you know Chris and I would have busted out laughing by now if we were pranking you. Hmm. Well, that's true. I don't mean to be insensitive to your apparent existential crisis, but our guest is patiently waiting for us to introduce him. Now there's a guest? Huh. I'm so unprepared. You can take a breather, Will. I'll introduce him myself. Welcome to It Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre for the first time ever, Jonathan Negroni. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Glad you could make it, Jonathan. What the hell is going on? Will, calm down. You're scaring our guest. It, it's okay, Matt. I, I guess I'm just a little nervous, and it shows. I've never done a podcast before. Never done a podcast? That, that's baloney. John, you've been doing podcasts since 2014. Sorry, no, it's Jonathan. And uh, yeah, I'm not that pathetic. Anyway, I'm happy to be here. I hope you're ready to talk about Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Okay, now I know something weird is going on. Wait a second. John, sorry, Jonathan. What is that ring on your finger that's glowing? Oh, this? I don't really know. But if I had to guess, I'd say it's maybe magical in some way. Yeah, if I had to guess, I'd say that's a ring that creates alternate realities in which the memories of everybody involved are wiped and replaced with a fake reality instead of what's real. Yeah, I think Chris is right about that. Oh, interesting. Uh, how do we fix it then? Well, uh, we could try killing him. Maybe a little too risky. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, if killing him doesn't work, we could just try taking the ring off. Oh, yeah. Actually, let's try that first before we kill him. Okay, if you insist. I'm cool with that. Ah, There we go. All done. Did anything change? Well, you're asking the wrong guy. I just want things to go back to normal. You know, back when Jonathan and I talked about the new movies on a weekly basis, while Matt, Chris, and I talked about old movies on a monthly basis. Wait, did you just call me Jonathan? It's John. John, you're back to normal. Well, whatever normal means for you. Awesome. Seems like everything worked out neatly and without much conflict. I guess that means we can just do a regular old crossover episode without any structure or format. <laughs> what else is new? Wait, why didn't we just do a skip based on the movie 300? I'm just glad we can finally move on, William. Good point, Matthew. Indeed, Christopher. <sighs> Welcome once again to Cinemaholics, the major motion podcast. And you heard it right. This is a 300th episode. And as all of the listeners expected, predicted, and asked us to do for years, we're doing a crossover episode with our friends from It Ain't Ogre till It's Ogre. Matt, Chris, how are you guys doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm enjoying my last day off for like a week. You're enjoying <laughs> your I last guess day is, off. Is normal. <laughs> doing <laughs> a normal work thing. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I hope this isn't like work to you. No. Talking to us. No, absolutely but, not. This is the opposite of work. 
Agreed. But yeah, we, we we had to get together and chat because Will and I weren't sure what to do for our 300th episode. None of our ideas felt right because we were like, oh, we could review Glass Onion, I mean, or the Fablemans. Or, yeah, or you could have actually watched Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I'm, I would be doing that right now, but we're doing this. I'm going to do sure. it after probably. Is we'll that see, I mean. available or do you guys have like streamers? I saw in theaters, I guess Matt, or sorry, not Matt, John has a uh, right award here. screener. Wow. Um, John and I have also both seen After Sun, which uh, is yeah. certainly one worth discussing. But uh, yeah, we're not reviewing any of those films today. <laughs> we're not. And and the reason being is because I thought, you know what? It's the holidays. Maybe we should just take a little bit of a breather and see how you guys are doing. Because I've been a little bit worried. Um, and I, I don't think we said your, your last names at any point. But Chris uh, Sheridan and Matt Serafini. Hi, yes. hi, Matt. Hi, Chris. Hey, John. <laughs> um, hey, John. Yeah, you, you guys do It Ain't Ogre, Tilt Ogre. Obviously, all the listeners already know what that is. But in case they forgot, um, what is it? Well, it's a podcast. Yeah. Um, it's it's a podcast that Will hosts, that Chris and I are the co-hosts. And uh, we every year we have talked about a different movie. We wa- we watch a movie once a month and discuss it um, all mu- all year long, basically. So for the first year we did Shrek, the second year we did The Cat in the Hat, then we did Garfield, then Scooby Doo. Then well, the you Master watch of the Sco- movie twelve times once a month. Yep, and wow. in July we watch it backwards. Um, and more times if we're talking about the cat in the hat for me personally. That's true. Chris, Chris kind of went ham on the cat, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. And we're actually wrapping up our final season. Uh, where oh we're man, about- can I be on it before you wrap things up? Listeners, John is actually on this month's episode, which should be out now. I was gonna I say. Imagine. Oh, sorry, I have the uh, ring on again. Let me take it off. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, I think. I mean, that was part of the incentive for doing this is that within the span of, I believe, twenty four hours, we'll have, you know, both crossover episodes out. So if you go to listen to the latest Ain't Ogre to its Ogre, you're gonna hear John talking about Trek Two, and obviously, if you're listening to the latest Cinemaholics right now. Uh, as you are, uh, you can listen to, you know, the ogre crew on Cinemaholic. So it's a little fun, little, uh, you know, topsy turvy thing right now. You get a lot of John, Will, Chris, Matt content this week, a lot, like maybe too much, but I know you guys, like it's the final season. Will and I are coming up on six years and I thought it would be nice to just kind of reflect a little bit. Like, how are you guys feeling about ending the show and like, you know, how, what, what do you think? Like, uh, what are some, some good high notes from the show that you've had, like some good memories over the years? I've, um, I've loved being on the show. Um, it ain't ogre. Uh, I'm so happy that, um, I met Will and Matt and, uh, kind of that, uh, I guess for a little bit of background, um, my cat and hat obsession stemmed from me trying to get my, um, my friend Ken to watch it, and he was like, "I'll watch it if you watch it ten times." Gentlemen's, gentlemen's agreement, and I said, "Yes, gentlemen's agreement. I'll watch it ten times." By about the eighth, is time, that why you watched it an extra month to get him to watch it twice? What? Well, wasn't the whole thing that you watched Cat in the Hat more than twelve times? No. So this so was, this preceded the it ain't over. Like I know, but I'm just kind of joking. Oh, okay. Like you watched it even more than <laughs> yeah, that. But so by, by about the eighth time, I was like, "Okay, I am." completely in on this movie and like breaking it apart and obsessing over it, uh, which was also uh, the advent of the conspiracy theory episode of it ain't ogre. Uh, by the end of that year, I had seen it uh, 50 times. That's one of your major uh, contributions. Yes. To the show. And uh, you were, uh, you were officially cat pilled at that point. Yeah, I was cat pilled. Um, you, don't you mean catfished? No, no because well, I got what I wanted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he, he, you, under, you don't understand, John. He found love. I found love. I get. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's when these two lovable boys right here uh, invited me onto the podcast uh, for the second season, and then things kind of went from there. So uh, you know, not to ramble too much, but uh, I really enjoyed all the the riffs and the the conspiracy theory episodes and the backwards episodes. They're so much fun, and um, it's. Uh, you say what's 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 a high note, and I say the high note is most of the episodes that did not involve the master disguise, which I apologize for uh, pitching. Oh, I forgot you guys did that one. That was that was the season I listened to the fewest episodes, 
because uh, there are I some didn't... there are some nuggets there with like cherry pie man, um, but which is like well, it wasn't because of you guys. It was just because I'd never seen the movie. I didn't want to, so I was like, I was, I was not going to know what you guys are talking about. It's a movie where you kind of have to really start reaching to get more mileage out of the more you watch it. Hmm. Well, what what about you, Matt? Because I mean, you were just texting me that you disagree with everything Chris said, <laughs> but not to reveal that on the air. Hey, that's not that's not true. That's slander. <laughs> um, no, I yeah, I the podcast has been a total pleasure. Um, it's great getting to chat with Will and Chris every month um, as we figure out the latest, uh, you know, bits to do about the movies. But only once a month, and then we mute each other for the rest of the month. Yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) We there's definitely been some good highlights. Like I love the backwards episode. Well, how did we even come up with that at first? Do you remember? Yes. So uh, back in season one, uh, in the year of our Lord 2017, I was watching Guardians of Galaxy Volume Two, and midway through the film, the thought crossed my mind of like, what if we did? Shrek backwards for the month of July because it'd be midway through the year. And I was like, it would be still watching the movie, but it'd be, you know, different enough that we could, you know, re spark the conversation. And uh, why did sparked... Guardians of the Galaxy make you think of that? I was going to ask, I that. Don't know. what's the connection there? <laughs> no, idea. I thought you were going to say that like the theater accidentally played it backwards nope. and you were like, there's something to this. There's uh, no particular reason why uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 sparked that thought. It was just happened to be at that time in that theater in that place that the thought the thought crossed my mind and that's uh that sparked one of our most recurring or actually the most re- recurring uh bit on the podcast second only to uh an idea that chris sparked which produced some of our best episodes which is the conspiracy theory episode which we always did in september from season two onward so what what part of guardians two uh did that did that thought occur to you uh, that would have been sometime between Ego and uh, Star Lord talking about something or another. <laughs> so that okay, does narrow yeah. it down quite a bit. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, well, there's a scene where the two main characters talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, scenes. I mean, when you're watching the movie or rewatching the film, uh, at any given point when. Uh, Kurt Russell and uh, Chris Pratt are talking to one another. You can think to yourself, okay, this is the scene where Will had the thought, huh, what would happen if we watch Shrek backwards? <laughs> and yeah, the rest was history. Um, I will say the things that like I won't, I, I won't miss editing it every month. Um, not that it's that big of a deal. I mean, it's, it's editing it is fine, but it's usually just like finding the time to edit. That's a hassle. Um, and We've we've been very good in that we have not missed a month uh, in six years, and so I think that's a feather in our cap. But at the same time, having done that once a month every month for six years, it'll be nice to have a small break afterwards. But, yeah, take um, a little vacation. Yeah, um, I do also want to mention um, that I also enjoy that we, we I was. Uh, 21 when we started the podcast and as we wrap it up i am 27 and it's kind of neat that most of my 20s we've done it um yeah that's, happy that's, birthday hey thank you um and also a personal favorite of mine is uh the episode i don't remember which it is i believe it's season four uh where we did a live episode uh where where uh, oh, Garfield was, um, was it Garfield? Yeah, that was season, that was season, that was season three. Was Garfield. Yeah. Wow, that was that long ago. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did a live episode in front of a live studio audience, and um, I would say, as the editor, that's probably one of my finest achievements, if I may put a feather in my own cap. No, I agree. Uh, one of my favorite moments in that episode is when I say something completely innocuous, and then you edited some like absolute lunatic just losing his mind in the audience. Just laughing at like a completely non, like a, a line. That, yeah. Like, whatever I said, but wasn't even that funny. But then just some guys like escalating laughter. <laughs> that yeah, was, was fantastic. I, I would agree that, that that in terms of editing, that was a absolute stroke of genius. Yeah, it was. That was a fun one. I need to revisit that. I'm actually planning to when we finish. I'm gonna. I plan to re-listen to the whole 
podcast. Uh, oh, are you going to do that me. after we finish the season, but before we do our like wrap up no. thing? Or are you going to do that after all of it? It's after all, all said and done. Once all it's finally over. Yeah, are we going to do a, a special episode for Puss in Boots 2? I was going to ask, John. I, I, I think that's something it. we need to do. Because I saw a Reddit else? thread the other day where, where this guy was like, oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite anime movie of all time. I'm going to kill myself. It's so good. It's my best anime movie ever. It's like it's so funny to me how that movie is like slightly, slightly better than mediocre and people are losing their minds of like it, apparently their expectations. I don't know what's going on with that, but like it, it's OK. It, it's not like horribly bad in every scene, but I swear like I'm seeing people being like best animated movie of the year, the best Florence Pugh movie. And I'm like, OK, on a technicality technicality maybe <laughs> Florence Pugh is in it yeah she voices uh, I forget Goldilocks. Goldilocks she's Goldilocks with the three bears John Mulaney is, has, is terrible in it he voices Jack Horner and like the voice is so it just doesn't match at all all the other voices are great Olivia Coleman like it, it I, I was totally fine with like most of the voice acting but like John Mulaney just stands out you said uh, he's Jack Horner like from Boogie Nights He's Jack Horner from the nursery rhyme. Okay, so from Boogie Nights. But it's Jack Horner from Boogie Nights from the nursery rhyme. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think it. I don't think it takes anything away from your experience watching Boogie Nights, if you haven't seen Boogie Nights or whatever. But anyway, it's it's okay. It's actually kind of weird because like there's like the new art style, right? And it's way more like the Sony art style, which I know you'll be interested in, Matt. Definitely. Because, like, it is kind of doing, like, the Spider-Verse thing a little bit. Yeah, there's they're playing with the frame rate. Yeah. Which I kept thinking to myself, this works for Puss in Boots, but what are they going to do if they bring the Shrek stuff back? Like, if they do, like, a Shrek movie, are they going to go with this? Because I can't... I, I don't know if I see it. And, like, especially after we watched Shrek 2 so recently, I think Shrek 2 looks so good. So, like, going to that kind of animation again... Or sorry, going to this animation in Piss and Boots 2 instead of like the old school stuff. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous about it. It makes me it keeps me up at night, actually. How does the movie compare to uh, Shrek Forever After, a movie which I revisited a couple days ago and and still think is very solid? I think it's solid. And Shrek Forever After I thought was solid. I think the problem with Shrek Forever After is that like you're still chasing the high of Shrek in those those installments so there's always going to be that like air of disappointment with puss in boots i don't care about puss in boots at all and so the only the worst thing about this movie is that antonio banderas is like wants tom holland to be zorro and like that stuff <laughs> which is like not even in the movie obviously but uh that that kind of got on gun got under my skin um this past week wait what tom holland so zorro tom I, no uh, Antonio Banderas said, oh, I want Tom Holland to be the next Zorro. I would love to pass the torch to him. And Tom I Holland saw... was being quartered as James Bond like two months ago. <laughs> like, get all this Tom Holland crap out of the way. <laughs> it's like you're on the highway and there's just uh, like a pile up of Tom right, Holland cars. Move out of the way. Tom Holland, <laughs> merge, god dang it. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter propose uh, instead of doing another origin for Zorro, just casting Tony Dalton, who played Lilo in uh, Better Call Saul, and just having him play Zorro. And I like I, that. I think that's a pretty exciting idea. I would like to see that. Yeah, he's stellar. I think the kid from Cobra Kai would be a great Zorro. He's got the moves and the grooves. Let's but... go full SJW and do a Lady Zorro. There you go. Zora. Um, I think it's too close to Zola. <laughs> Uh, Zoro the Explorer. <laughs> um, but yeah, Zoro the Explorer. So, Will, we didn't get to you because obviously you did it ain't ogre till it's ogre. I remember when you first told me about it, you were like, "Oh, I'm doing this special thing with a friend of mine," mm-hmm. and you wouldn't tell me what it was. You were being so uber coy until mm-hmm. finally you're like, "Okay, so my buddy Matt and I," and then you explained it, and I thought it was very, it was a very interesting idea. I'll tell you that much. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there is, I guess, uh, the kind of more artsy idea behind it, such as it is. And then there's kind of the more actual, real answer for why I chose to do it. The artsy answer, I guess, would be 
Like, I, I think there is something really interesting about revisiting films from uh, our, you know, collective childhood. This case, like from a millennial standpoint, from like the early 2000s at the onset of a new century and a new decade and just kind of exploring this very bizarre time in pop culture and uh, in terms of entertainment and film and just kind of forcing ourselves to kind of confront the beauty and the bizarreness of these uh, very kind of uh, time sp uh, specific films and, you know, just kind of having that experience as an adult and, you know, just working through that. But I mean, above all else, the main reason I wanted to do is just that it was, I guess, uh, I guess it was like a year or two after I'd graduated college. Matt was my best friend in college, and I just wanted to have uh, a reason to talk to him once a month, and I thought it'd be fun to do it with Shrek, and uh, that's how it came to be. It's the yes. closest I've ever seen you to crying, Will. Like, they're not, obviously not physical tears, but hmm. metaphorical ones. Well, the good news is that we still will talk very regularly because we are Still very good friends. Oh, no, yeah, we're excommunicado after this, you know. <laughs> now that you've been through something, yeah, no, we're, we're in done. The trenches. We're done. This is it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm never going to see Chris again. Yeah. <laughs> I do imagine that if Cinemaholics ever had to sh shutter its doors one day, it, it would be, I would just never hear from Will ever again. Right. Know, just desperado off into the sunset. Go, yeah, yeah, going off. Exactly. No, but um, I do hope that um, in the future, like, obviously, we can't immediately commit to another thing for like uh one month a year but i hope that um in my heart of hearts that we do do like a one-off or, or oh sure a commentary or whatever because i think um, reunion <laughs> yeah like over the year like e even outside of the podcast we communicate a lot and um i think that uh like a, like a commentary or a or a, a joint review of something or whatever like i think that uh will in particular is very good at coming up with like really bizarre premises for for podcasts um and i think that definitely all of the like even one little nugget of whatever will comes up with kind of like grows into something like really bizarre and and something that is uniquely us like no other no other podcast is kind of has this kind of sort of controlled chaos that we have with this um and we've kind of just over the course every like i have obviously my favorite season is cat in the hat um but uh every season i've noticed like there's more of a rhythm to everything and how we interact and and the bits we play off of and everything um so i'm really looking forward to like continued content from us I'm looking forward to continued, whether it's recording a podcast or not, just talking with these guys and just riffing and, and whatever, like the memes, the the jokes, whatever. It's just it's it's good times all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I, I was obviously kidding before. We'll certainly keep in touch, and I I like the idea of like ending it as Matt said on like a monthly fashion, but I may am always willing to kind of keep the door open as far as like if they ever do officially announce that Trek five is happening or if, you know, they may, I mean, I, I, I do think we might have to come back for when that Chris Pratt Garfield movie gets made. <laughs> yeah. We might yeah. have to do something. I think like, yeah. one-off episodes are definitely the future um, for Ogre. Cause I don't think it'll ever truly be Ogre, mm. but uh, I think after it is Ogre. Well, isn't it going to be Ogre when it's Ogre? Well, it's, it's not true. ogre until then. Mm. Oh, now I understand. Yeah, but um, the kind of comment on what Chris is talking about, as far as like episode concepts, to me, something that I found really funny, if I may toot our horn about our episodes, that we'll come up with these really high concept ideas, but approach them in a very kind of casual, low stakes way. So there'll just be sort of these like very outlandish things that happen in this you know, auto universe that we make, but the stakes end up being very, very low. Cause we're just sort of like somewhere between half-assing and just kind of just like improving our way through them. And, uh, I don't know. I think it just kind of makes like a very fun kind of goofy energy where, you know, things are like, you know, always heightened to a very bizarre way. And the more gimmicky ones, at least are very heightened in a bizarre way, but they end up being, uh, you know, pretty, uh, lackadaisical and sort of, uh, rambling in a fun way and i don't know I, I think it produces a a very 
specific feel that um, I hope is original to our show. It's it's definitely the way you do sketch writing is completely different from how I do it. Where I'm like I'm writing a script, I'm like writing what the sound effects are going to be. <laughs> That's a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I want to. Well, what's the word for? It's like uh, overthinking it, or yeah, maybe. I mean, we do like as far as like the Christmas specials go. Like we really script those out. Oh yeah, like, I really like the first one you guys ever did. That's very sweet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, one. Charlie Brown one. Yeah, the Charlie Brown one. I mean, that, that's, that's always going to have like a soft place uh, in my heart. I mean, uh, I don't know. Only I, because I, I wasn't well, in it, right? Well, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, all these seasons are, are kind of uh, our babies, you know. Uh, we, we share each season uh, like three men in a baby style. Like we, we kind of all take ownership over them. We're three collective dads. Except and for Chris, Master of Disguise. We, well, none of us. I one. still accept that one as my own. <laughs> I, um, I accept but, the but, Cherry Pie Man. <laughs> yeah, but but Chris is the like adopted dad of season one. Like he's you know even though he, that season has two dads already, there's also an adopted dad for for that season. Uh, and I, I mean I do think I mean I, I have fond memories of that season. I haven't listened back to it since we recorded it, but uh, undeniably I think the the show really came to form once Chris joined us and we kind of he was able to get on a rhythm in a way that. Uh, surpassed my expectations like I, I knew he'd be game to kind of play with whatever but uh the ability for him to like kind of uh you know get on our rhythm and in ex- uh, expand upon it and even kind of advance in really fun and bizarre ways has been uh quite an amazing experience i will say well i'm glad i wasn't fired are you ready then for a little surprise if All right, you're gonna so, play audio from uh the, the, was it like november maybe december of last year yeah this is January of 2017, by the way. Um, <laughs> I decided that I, the two of us, once a month, would rewatch Shrek, mm-hmm. and then we'd do a podcast about it. And I think we're going to do that for a whole year at least, and then next year, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, we'll either continue with Shrek or move on to a different movie. Yeah, well, I, well we're going to do a different movie each year, but I just didn't know... Um, <laughs> Shrek two or should this be is movie. We're not going to do Shrek the third because we both hate that movie. I think I mean, we'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I yeah, say. I just I would not look forward to the year where we do Shrek the third because yeah, it would not be fun. We tried to like well, well, we'll you'll know as you listen to this podcast. We both watched Shrek like I, I would say I've probably watched it like a hundred times. I, I have no idea how many times I've yeah, seen Shrek. Yeah, like I've wa- it's definitely one of the movies I've watched the most in my life. Chris, when you hear that, I mean, are you just sort of like, thank God I came in when I did? Uh, I'm like, thank God they didn't decide to devote a whole year to Shrek the Third when I was already on board. (laughs) (laughs) You reminded me that I was sick when we recorded our first episode. I totally forgot about that. I Um, didn't even pick up on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was... Flash from the past. Yeah, true. But now, hang on. I have a question. How did this 300th episode of Cinemaholics (laughs) turn into an It Ain't Ogre till it's over That leads me into... Well, that leads me into the whole point of this was it's not... Why why do a 300th episode where we talk about ourselves? We should review a podcast. So that was like (laughs) the original conceit. And uh, I thought it would be fun because, you know, I've been wondering, like, will... Like once Ogre is done, is he going to bring some of that chaos into Cinemaholic? Should I brace myself? Because I don't know. I don't know like what Will's going to like do. I think if you're lucky, he will. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little nervous though. Matt, you mentioned you know having to edit edit Will Ashton audio once a month. Imagine four times a month. No, I don't. I don't know how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Me me neither. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. it's it's been fun. It's been fun. I think part of it too is that like you guys you guys record your tracks separately. We're lucky enough that we can use Riverside, and that makes it a lot easier. So not that hard for me because um, I have all the the bells and whistles. But I will note that for whatever reason, uh, this this month's episode with you as our guest was a breeze to edit. I, I barely had to make any changes. Which oh wow, was not it happened in a while? Was it because, like, why? Was the audio just, like, for some reason clicking? It was just clear. There weren't really... I mean, it's possible. I will acknowledge it's possible that I was just so sucked into the iPhone game that I was playing while I was editing that I just missed stuff. But 
hopefully, it's okay. I play games while I edit. All too, the so uh, you have to. High five. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not just staring at the waveform. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Far Cry Six while I'm there doing you go. this. Yeah. Um, but in I, either way, though, there like weren't many pauses. Pauses are the biggest thing that I end up editing out. Um, there weren't that many of those, and there weren't too many like guffaws that we needed to cut. It was mostly just you edit out guffaws, but those are fun. Wait, I think I might have used the wrong term. Uh, like when we not when we're laughing. No, no, no. Sorry, I meant mistakes. G- gaffs. Oh, Maybe gaffs. I think I meant gaffs. 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 I thought you were saying like I edited out the part where you guys were laughing and having fun. I, it's I like, oh, to... they like Chris's joke. <laughs> not no one. No one needs to know that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, we 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 include the laughs. I've always wondered what a podcast edited by Will Ashton would be like. He'd call it laughs and gaffs. Would you give him like that power? What would happen? I don't know. I don't want to know, frankly. You've offered to help before. I have. That was very nice. If if ever Matt or you are in a pinch, I I offer to. He always offers. It's very kind. Very kind. But both of you are like absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a perfectionist. I have OCD. It's a stay stay in your lane. (laughs) (laughs) It's not personal. I swear. It is personal for me, but um, not. Oh, here's my question for you, John, about podcasts, if I may. Do you have a favorite episode? I know you don't listen to all of them, and you've maybe only listened to a handful uh, all the way through. But what would be your pick for, like, if you had to listen to one episode right now that you've already listened to, what would it be? I already said it, the Christmas special. It's a Christmas special, but Chris isn't in that one. I know, and I feel bad about that. <laughs> but, I mean, if he wasn't, it would be even better. And it would be the Christmas special. <laughs> I did. I don't know if anybody has noticed this, but so we had Chris uh, in September of this year do, excuse me, the um, intro and outro, him singing them. And so starting last month, I added Chris into the normal intro and outro Um because Which I know frankly, the listeners like me have been demanding. It, frankly, it should have one, happened yeah. years ago, but we just never did the work for it. Yeah, we were just, it was never a slight against Chris. We were just no. too lazy to ever yeah. <laughs> just put that <laughs> in. It's not that we were trying to be mean to Chris, it's that we didn't care enough about his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I was never like, can you put me into the intro, please? Right, yeah, you never really requested I never, it. Really, it was, I should have, but whatever. Um, it doesn't yeah. matter. Either I, way, he's in there now. He's in there now. I literally was just like, this guy, this is ridiculous. I can't believe this. Like, I'm your mom. Like, Yeah, well. Uh, play with my son. <laughs> if I ever go through and remaster all the old episodes, I'll be sure to add that. And and maybe I can uh, just take clips of Chris talking from future seasons to put yeah. into the Christmas special from season one. Yeah. The Lucas so then special. Then it can be <laughs> the Christmas <laughs> special. The Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was also going to say about this, uh, most recent episode or upcoming episode, depending on when this episode comes out. Uh, it's our second longest episode ever. I think it's like 81 minutes. Our longest one was our September or no, sorry, our August episode where we did an entire breakdown of the Shrek franchise. Yep. So I think it's very funny to me that when John comes on and just talk about one Shrek movie, it's like five or six minutes shorter than an episode where three of us are talking about the entire length of the Shrek, you know, franchise. It's just, I think, I think what Will's trying to say is that I'm garrulous and, uh, wordy. Um, I don't know when to stop. You just had a lot to say about Shrek too, which is good because it's a podcast. You invited on a movie reviewer. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Talk about Shrek too. What did you expect? Well, although, you want to know what my favorite season of Any Nogar is? Not the yeah, first sure. one. Hit and me. by a decent margin, it's the season I listen to the most episodes. Scooby Doo. All right. Nice. Oh, my favorite one. Okay. I feel like that was the season you guys were really like hitting your stride. Well, that the was content. the pandemic year, too. So that... <laughs> oh, yeah, that explains the, it too, the first right? year. Of <laughs> that, was, that was the well, year. What I else did you do in COVID besides <laughs> talking about Scooby Doo? Be like, huh? Well, It'd I be... listened to everything else on the internet. Yeah, it would be interesting to rank the seasons. I don't know if, if I could do that. I don't know if you guys... It seems like... I don't know. My favorite's probably going to be two. And then it sounds like five is everyone's least favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't I mean, know. I don't think I listened to a single episode of that season all the way through. 
I don't want to shortchange season five because obviously there's there's merit to it and there are yeah there's good stuff happen. in there from us not from yes, the movie but not from, from the movie. Us. But I, <laughs> I mean I, I want to give still, us uh, I want to uh, give us a no, lot of credit ahead. in the sense that we I was we were like okay what movie is going to be for the next season and I was like Master Disguise was that uh, the season where there was one week one month where you got none of you had watched it uh, no yeah I, we did yeah no that's, yeah because I was, was um, that, yeah. Because we did uh, uh, a crossover where um, Generation yes. VHS, the That's podcast right. Corey oh, okay. uh, Woodruff and uh, Charlie Ridgely did. We did an ep- like we did an episode for their show, and they did one for us. And we were supposed to do that. Uh, I think that was going to be like June or something. And they they weren't able to get that episode of theirs out in time. So we had to scramble to come up with an episode. And the <laughs> idea we came up with was that we were doing an episode where no one had watched the movie, but we were trying to improvise it. And Chris was coming up with these like That's incredibly right. outlandish things. You yeah. know, I did li- watch the movie. Like, so I did listen to times. that episode all the way through. I lied. I, <laughs> so it one wasn't episode. probably 20 minutes long. I right. Think, it was so, very, yeah. very short. That's why. <laughs> but yeah, no, and that was an easy one like to that. edit too. <laughs> to Matt's point, like that, that movie, uh, like I said, like I suggested it and I was like, Oh crap. We have to watch this for a whole year. What have I done? And yeah. then what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> um, and then, but then, you know, I think that we, at that point, like, um, like you said, John, uh, we, we'd really hit our stride by that point in terms of playing off of each other. So we, I think we mined a lot of really great content just from <laughs> our conversations and stuff to get a good season out of that. So if you guys were gonna, like, if you did do another season, what are some of the movies that would have been in contention for oh, season seven, uh, I would say Osmosis Jones would be up there for me. Oh, that's right, you did suggest yeah, that one. would be that'd uh, be a good one. Uh, to go um, what were the Will other contenders? Go ahead, uh, Will floated uh, Flubber for the last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. Flubber that, that would have been good because it was yeah, like we'd go back to green. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always thought like Shark Tale would be kind of a fun one to do <laughs> for a season. Absolutely um, not. Madagascar. Okay. If you're going to keep it in DreamWorks. Um, Madagascar. We never talked about Madagascar. I mean, I'm not... The only thing about Madagascar is I feel like that, like... that That's a film I feel like for Chris and I, it's like a little outside of the the wheelhouse. Because that would have been like 2005, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah then you couldn't do The Wild, that Disney version. <laughs> oh, that movie sucked. That was... Once was enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I also suggested the SpongeBob movie... A few times. Yeah, I remember that. I know I pitched one of my genuine favorite in, movies. I I'm saw it cur- in theaters. So I'm, I'm curious how, how that movie would hold cool. up because that movie is so meta that I'm curious well, how that so would hold funny. up. Under a whole, it's, it's extremely funny. The jokes um, like age, I mean, not all of them age well, but like a lot of them like hold up pretty well. But yeah, no, I agree. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how, how much that movie would hold up over the course of a year uh, saying that we did mm. Master Disguise. Uh, for one of yeah. the seasons, <laughs> uh, like early uh, odds has so many movie. movies like that, though. Like, well, like, could you do like Over the Hedge or Hood but That would be a good one. Um, yeah, I know it's on the '90s, but I think we both pitched uh, uh, Space Jam at one point. But Matt wisely said that you know that that's been so kind of played out. It'd be kind of just mm-hmm. like you know we wouldn't really be bringing much new to the table probably at that point. Yeah, I vetoed that uh, one as well. <laughs> Yeah, what about the I remember road that to was El Dorado. Yes, fun. I love that movie. The fun Matt thing about that scouting. one is I don't know if I've ever actually seen it all the way through. Probably like when it came out as a child, but I don't really remember it. Besides, I've seen mm. the the whole uh, inappropriate joke that's snuck in there. Corey and I were talking to. We did an interview with Kevin Perjurer of defunct land and we both talked about i don't know how this got brought up but the three of us talked about Stuart little at one point um because we were talking about like mambo number five showing up and uh, actually no this is just me and Corey. kevin was not there for that part thank god um, but uh yeah Stuart little that's a good one yeah that would probably that would fit the bill i think yeah I'm, that would my, um, my brain is already are, is already juicing over trying to come up with conspiracy theories for Stuart little or the road to El Dorado. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a challenge. Um, like every every year that we do the conspiracy theory episode, I'm like, I've got to, I've got to top the 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 last year in terms of it. Like I just have to actually absolutely like comb through this movie and mine whatever I can. Like the pizza cutters uh, in the the dinner for the <laughs> Shrek 
too. Well, so then I'm, what are you guys going to do with your newfound free time? Are you going to do any like projects or like little extracurriculars or boring stuff like spending time with family? Whatever. I try to find a girlfriend or something. <laughs> what lame? I know. I won't. I'm not going to try to find a girlfriend. Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to turn 30, I guess. That's coming up, huh? <laughs> Eat my dust, Will. Yeah, I know. I'm already 32. How old are you, Chris? I was going to say, I, I forgot how old you were. I'm 32. You're, sa- are you, you're the same oh, age as John. I didn't know John Chris then. and I were the same age. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'll be 33 on December 13th. Yeah, you're you're almost a full year older than me. Because I only just turned 32. Ha, sucker. <laughs> Matt, yeah. I didn't know you were the youngest. Yeah, I'm the baby at 27. Yeah. <laughs> So much litter. life left to live. Yep. Yeah. My free time, um, I will probably spend uh, doing all the other stuff that I do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, because you you got like a you know a lot of stuff going on with work and everything, right? Like your your big yeah. LA job. Work's busy. I'm also in a long distance relationship, and it, it's yeah, a lot of stuff takes a lot. Congratulations. Of time. Thank you. Uh, uh, also, I DM a D&D campaign with some friends from Pittsburgh. And so as the DM, that obviously requires a lot of work in advance. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to having more time. <laughs> Devoted to your D&D pals. Well, that's cool. I mean, I mean, Will, I mean, I feel like uh, you already are stretched pretty thin, huh? With uh, everything you got going on. I don't know at this point. Uh, but Maybe. It's award season. That is true. And it is award season. You've been uh, doing more lately. Like you've been you've been having more weekends where you're like, I can't do cinemaholics. I I'm going to like a live concert with sure. my been bros. Working. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I need to I need to start watching more movies. I've been I've been working so much, it's just like I, I drive down the highway to go to work and then it's like on my days off, I also have to drive down the highway to go see a movie and it's like I just don't feel like it. I like to imagine though, Chris, where like you're, you know, sitting in front of your couch, you pull up the remote and it's like, I don't know, let's see, like some, some recent acclaimed film, like Nope or something is on there on Peacock. But then you see the cat in the hat is like in the next bubble <laughs> and you're like going to click on Nope, but then the it, the cursor just goes back over the cat in the hat and you click it and the fanfare comes on and you just sit back with your arms folded and you're like, ah. This is back stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the hat. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Well, I guess I'm 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 happy for you guys and I think it is kind of cool that we we started our stuff at around the same time for Will. It was like two yep. at once. Which I'm glad Will you didn't say no to Cinemaholics cuz of, you know, Ogre. Cuz sure. I think you and Matt had been talking about doing Ogre well before. You and I have been talking about cinema holics, I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, and, and initially, uh, I, I know we've talked about this on the show, but my conceit for the I, for the podcast was to do it bi monthly. Which, God, I can't even imagine at this point. If we even, done that. I feel like during the first season, a few times floated like, you know, what? I was, I was like, I think I have time. I think we could yeah. do it bi monthly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, I think it was better that we did monthly anyway because yeah. it, yeah. it's just like consistent. I, I, I feel like we were able to be a lot more like spontaneous and inspired with the the limited number of episodes we had and i don't know i I, I definitely i mean would i have liked to have had more episodes in the canon uh sure but i don't know i I feel like i'm very precious about the ones we made so probably would like burn out yeah and i don't know i mean not that every episode of any ogre to its ogre is like a masterpiece i I don't even know if half of them are even good but i i cherish them all fantastic shut up i think they i think at least half of them are fun but, you know, I, I'm certainly biased uh, and I think, you know, Matt and, and Chris would also be biased. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with where we are with the podcast thus far. I hope we end it really strong with our Christmas special. We've got some, you know, pretty big mm-hmm. ideas in place for that. And then and then uh, we got a little wrap up thing in January and then who knows what the future holds. I want to ask about something because uh, Will once told me something, and I want to know if it's true about What's something that. that what, so, during season two, we released an episode on April Fool's Day, 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. Where the <laughs> it was, it was a half an hour episode, and the first fifteen minutes were the intro song looping, and the back fifteen minutes were the outro song looping. And Will told me that well, John. Uh, hey, was, before you, uh, not to cut you off, but part of the joke also is that in the description we like really heightened oh, yeah. like. Right. It's like in our most dramatic episode yet, Will <laughs> yeah. and Matt have a huge yes. brawl. <laughs> could this it, be the end? It, yeah, could this be the end of the podcast? <laughs> and I, I know, I think uh, John was definitely like, oh, wow, like what, what happened? Yeah. Like, he, he was very eager to click on this episode. But go so ahead, continue. The story I was told was that John like listened to it and was mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think the exact quote was uh, John like cornered me at one point. It's like, you know, that. That April Fool's Day episode that really that really pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> I never trusted the podcast again. <laughs> Honestly, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, we lost because I, I remember just sitting there being like Eddie Second now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually listen to the whole thing? I didn't even do that. <laughs> I think I skipped like ahead. Sure, but, okay, like, that makes you sense. Know, wasn't there a regular like media it. review of like Transformers The Last Night or something and it was just like nothing? I don't know. Mm, yeah, they did that. they did that with something. I don't remember. It was definitely movie, a Transformers yeah. movie. It was one of the like they were like, Oh, here's a review of like here's a half in the bag for Transformers or whatever, and then the episode was just nothing. Like that's I mean one of my favorite I think it's a and half in the bag, th- but one of my favorite uh, I think we did it before they did. Um I forget if it's half in the bag or best to worst, but one of my favorite bits of theirs is that when they keep playing the Ishtar trailer in their review of something, oh, it's yeah, just like yeah. half the review is just them playing the full trailer for Ishtar. <laughs> one, two, three, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I like the one where it opens with them reviewing a movie as if they were like a, a kind of like a standard mainstream review show. Are you and, talking about the uh, movie forty three one where they just make up things that didn't actually happen in the movie, but would happen? No, in, like, this a was more different. This is version. more recent than that. It's one where they like sit down and they're like on a couch, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in spoilers." You know, like it's it's very like uh, like John Campia themed, basically. And I don't, I can't remember what the movie was, but like that was one of my favorite bits they ever did. Much more so than the like story th- stuff that they like the recurring storylines like those those got a little annoying but yeah we'll have those guys on for episode four hundred if oh you man want. what a big get they would be for sure they would um, probably say yeah we'll totally do that and never show up yeah um, yeah because uh, that happened with um, Spencer Breslin for Cat and Hat well like, I mean we, we don't were, <laughs> we were like I don't hey, want to Spencer Breslin burn that we- bridge. It's not a burned bridge. He he ghosted us. That's that's just a matter us. of fact. Like yeah. we were like, hey Spencer, can you want to be on the podcast or whatever? And then he was like, yeah, let's do it or whatever he said. And then he stopped. And and I I still think I still suspect maybe it was because I absolutely dragged him every single episode. <laughs> oh man, uh, like maybe he listened. He listened. He he listened to the podcast. Like these guys are jerks. Is there anybody else though from like the movies that you would have liked to have on that you think you could have gotten? If you had, like... um, well, we reached out. I, I I won't give it away because I I'm still not sure who we're gonna get for the finale, but we did reach out to at least one director of the film, but we never heard back. And I tried. I I really wanted to get. Uh, I advocated to get Jennifer Esposito for for Master. Yeah, Disguise. we wanted to get Jennifer like, Esposito. I, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we invited her instead of Dana Carvey to be a guest on the podcast? And then still would be amazing. Um, Honestly, she'd be the one I'd be more interested to hear from. Oh yeah, 100%. because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of um, want like I I wish you had gotten somebody like the voice of like the ugly stepsister or something <laughs> like just well, that's Larry King. King. R.I.P. Oh yeah, that's right. Oops. What um, a huge fine. skit that would be. <laughs> Larry King. <welcome>. <laughs> John <laughs> John suggesting a small character and accidentally suggests probably the biggest right, who voice. Would, in the- <laughs> who would be a small character then? What about uh oh yeah, Cameron Diaz. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> well no, what about the voice of like Pinocchio or the gingerbread man? Like somebody just like I got a big Conrad character. Vernon? Is uh, it? that would, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, isn't like the voice of Jinji like a DreamWorks producer or something? It's the Conrad uh, Verdon, who is the co-director of Shrek Two, uh, and 
one of the directors of Sausage Party, as well as the new Adam Family movies. Dang, I could, Will's pulling I out could the see trivia him. here. <laughs> yeah, just call him IMD Will. Um, yeah, that landed. Uh, I, I straight up I, IMD Bill would have fit uh, your your thing there, but nevertheless. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, if you had gotten somebody like, uh, I don't know, like what about in um, Scooby-Doo, like an extra or something? Or uh, Rowan Atkinson. Or James Gunn. <laughs> uh, Famously yeah. not busy man, James Gunn. Yeah, he's got nothing going on. Yeah, he's got nothing going on. No prior commitments. Just has all the time in the world right now. There are a bunch of washed up actors on from the Garfield movie that uh, don't really work anymore. We probably could have got Brecklin. Breck, is it Breckenmeyer? I- Brecken, we, I, Brecken, if we yeah. pushed hard enough, I, I feel, think I feel like we could have got Brecken. He seems like yeah. a pretty chill guy. Next yeah. month, let's do it. <laughs> I know we're talking about Shrek too, but what do you think? Of, what do you think of uh, Garfield? Brecken, I like the idea of Shrek us getting Breck. Yeah, get Brecken Meyer on to talk about Shrek too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brecken, we talked about your movie Garfield a couple of years ago, but the, tell us about Shrek too. <laughs> He's like, you I know, think what? I have been, a lot of thoughts. Uh, I think it would have been pretty amazing. Um, if we had gotten Joel Cohen of uh, the Cohen brothers on for season three. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, a famously like Joel Cohen with an H was a screenwriter. And that I just want to see thought, him reading that email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I would love if we got Joel Cohen of the Cohen brothers and not Joel Cohen. Well, that's what I mean. So like, it would be a, no, like, a, like, like we would play it up like we, we got a mix up. <laughs> no, yeah, we that's what I'm saying. Joel then, Cohen. And then he totally yeah. commits to it, and he talks about right, how much yeah. he loves the Garfield movie. Exactly. He's like, yeah, oh, I think this would have been my amazing. brother Ethan <laughs> didn't do it, and we wanted to write a sequel, but he wanted to do their uh, No Country for Old Men instead. What's <laughs> What's funny too is there's actually a third Joel Cohen uh, in Hollywood, and he is a writer producer on The Simpsons. Is there any stuff you can talk about from your work, Matt? It's so mysterious to me, like. I just imagine you sit there and you're just like animating all my favorite shows. <laughs> oh, I am a production coordinator. I don't do any animating, but I mean, I can say the show Oddballs on Netflix. I'm in the credits for it. Uh, really? Because I was looking at the credits just before we recorded this and I didn't see your name. No, really? <laughs> I think no, it would be. Must have taken me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would I be amazing. Is it good? It's fun. Yeah, it's goofy. What's that, Will? I was going to say, I think it would be amazing if there was ever a time where uh, you, Matt, and you, John, like had lunch or a dinner together. You talked about work, but you had to redact half the things or everything you said because it's so much to be work-related and you can't talk about. So it's just like like cold chunks. The meal didn't actually happen because you had to shrink <laughs> them for the record. Nah, if, if we were not being recorded on a podcast that was going to be released, I'd give you a friend DA. No, but. I know. I mean, that's the, the idea that even in like a close, you know, yeah, company, you'd yeah. have to like, you both would have to redact the right. majority of your. Oh dinner. yeah, because John would have apples. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I've also been um, when talking to people I, at least I want to say at least three times I've been asked about being a producer on Family Guy. Why? Because one of the executive producers on Family Guy is Chris Sheridan. Oh, interesting. Nice. Yeah. His name pops I thought you were up say because you had like the voice of like a character. I was nope. like, oh, which character did people miss? <laughs> Apparently, I'm a producer. Oh. Well, congratulations on your <laughs> your gig. Thanks. Um, I take no the... ownership of the last five seasons or whatever. I was say congrats on the 36 season of Family Guy. Yeah, so that that's a good question. That's unrelated to everything. Um, why do you think it is that Simpsons and Family Guy like just won't end? Like. Does it really have good enough ratings like those shows? And like, what would it take? Well, as for Fox, one of the few people who still watches every episode of both of those shows, um, I think it's comfort food. Hmm. And also, when they're still successful, the universe will collapse in on itself. Hmm. Because American Dad ended, right? No, I don't. I think that one's still on on TBS. I think they're yeah. just like on hiatus. It's uh, it, Cleveland show it, ended. Yeah, Cleveland yeah. show ended. And it, I was actually this is a few years ago. You just memory hold me, uh, or memory seated me, or whatever the term is. Um, I guess uh, the reason that uh, American Dad was just not very good for a couple seasons is that uh, those those two seasons or whatever were like 
episodes that were rejected and they just kind of like, okay, those aren't good. And they just pulled them out of the dumpster and then put them into those last two seasons. Mm-hmm. You mean a, a family? They were Family Guy episodes. That no, American Dad. So sorry, I was talking to this guy in a brewery, and he was a distributor, and he also knew a producer was on, it on American Dad. Pete's brewery? No, it was. Um, I don't remember what it was called, but it was awesome, and they shut down. And it was horrible. Um, oh. But there was um, episodes of, of American Dad that were were rejected for not being good. Um, they just put them in as filler episodes for later seasons, and that's why the later seasons for a while of American dad were not good because it, it was just those rejected filler episodes. I haven't even thought about American dad in so long. I, and now I know that cause I usually, I send Matt, um, Instagram reels, um, with Muppets related them content to Matt. Well, the Muppets ones. Oh, you send him the Muppet ones. Yeah, oh, of yeah. course. I always I'm not going to send them to you. Yeah. The um, ones I get are like, man, is it shitty being in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> What's going on? I'll just get like like a string of like seven Instagram messages from John. I'm like, I wonder what these could be. And they're videos where it's just like being late to class is like the freaking worst, man. And I'm like, why are you sending me this, John? And then he'll send me something where it's, you know, like uh, like a repurpose, like, you know, He-Man clip or, you know, like an old Family Guy video or something. It's like, okay. Well, now I know not to send Matt any Family Guy ones because he's already seen all the episodes. So Matt will just see them and be like, I already know. So I still always love a Family Guy joke. Well, that's <laughs> they good just had know. their 400th I, episode last week. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to send. Yeah, 400 episodes to our 300. I don't know yeah. what to send to Chris. I don't know what he would like. Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat. High school content? Yeah, high school content. <laughs> as long as it's Cat in the Hat related. Also, Will's exaggerating. None of the ones I've sent you recently, Will, have anything to do with high school. You're full of crap. Um, the last two I sent you, let's see. Uh, one of them is about Camp Rock. <laughs> the Camp Rock was pretty good. No, but the most recent one I sent you, I think is genuinely pretty funny. It's the meeting my long distance girlfriend for the first time. I don't know if you if you've seen it yet because I sent it to you today. Uh, I might have been in Glass Onion when you sent me some of these. So I, well, I don't you know. You got if I've some seen... stuff to look forward to. Yeah, right? I got some stuff to catch up on. Yeah. All right. Um, also, there's the one where uh, you said you liked you where the dad is in Home Depot. So. Oh yeah, that one was pretty good. Just goes to show, listeners, that sometimes yeah. you can you can try to be friends with somebody and, and sure. do nice things and send them funny videos and they just hate you well i have a question for uh matt and chris and that's do you have any questions since we asked you a bunch of questions well i guess i didn't really ask you any questions but since john asked you a bunch of questions about any ogre tis ogre did you have any questions about cinemaholics that you've been you know dying to know outside of the one you just previously asked matt no okay good to know uh, I don't necessarily have any that I've been like dying to know, but I would like to. <laughs> I feel at like least... you would just ask. Yeah, <laughs> I I would like to ask. How does it feel to have three hundo episodes under your belt? I mean, this this we just hit our seventy first episode of Ogre, so three hundred is a large number. It's more like three hundred weeks, right? Because, because you've done a lot of bonus episodes too. Yeah, I can tell you how many episodes we released ever. Which is way more. Um, I was going to say, like, I feel like... 530. Like, when I hear, like, we've done 70 episodes of Any Ogre, I'm always like, whoa. Like, I feel like it's only been, like, 30 or 40. Like, that's crazy to me. But then when I hear we've done 300 episodes of Hogs, I'm like, I could have sworn we've done, like, 700 at this point. Like, that seems incredibly low. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's 530. So that includes bonus episodes, but that also includes, like, re-releasing stuff. Or like when we break out an episode into several parts. So it's it's kind of hard to nail down like how many times you sat down and done like a review for like half an hour to an hour. Because that's that's not 300. It's also not 530. So it's kind of com- it's kind of complicated. Um, obviously, Will, I know, wanted very badly to have Maverick here. Yes, that would have been um, fun. How's he doing? He's good. He has he's a good. baby. He has a baby. He has Aww. a baby. Yeah, a little yeah, 
a little cute little baby. I did text um, him today, but it was about anime. I have a question. Um, how much has... I know that I, I talk a lot about the Pixar theory or whatever, but how much has that discourse followed you um, as you've been doing this podcast? Or followed me? At all? What do you mean? Like, like do, you, uh, do you get people reaching out to you or whatever? Like, um, Or is it just kind of something that you wrote and then got a lot of money off of and then you're just going on with your thing? Um, well, I get, I get people reach out to me a lot, but not through the podcast, really. I don't think they, I don't think that's happened much at all, actually. So is um, that, is that not really connected to, to the podcast? Yeah, no, I get, I get lots of like Twitter DMs and emails and like stuff like that, where people, they're mainly asking about the theory or they're asking like about like when the book is going to come out because it, the book got, um, the publisher went out of business, so it's no longer in print and yeah, I don't have print copies anymore just sad but uh yeah i keep a list of like all the people who reach out about that because i'm like one day i'll be able to get it out and i'll i'll hit you up when it's available definitely i would love to to buy a copy of that uh what what is the what it's died down a lot though like the last few like several years yeah i know i only asked that because there was on reddit people there's a reddit thread about uh, whatever the strange world or something, they're like, the Pixar theory is dumb, nothing connects to it anymore. And it's like, well, yeah, because it never was supposed to. Um, but what's... looking out in 2013. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is the angriest comment you ever received on Cinemaholics? Oh, what what is the angriest comment? That's a good question. We got some weird ones. Yeah, we get some people who are like, mad at random things we've done yeah look i i I listen to a a podcast where they um they have an episode they have a a segment called hate mail which is about hate mail and there's it's the hate and the 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 hate is an eight but it's never eight pieces of mail or whatever um and there's some pretty bizarre things that people decide to reach out and say i mean the only time I really remember people getting genuinely mad at us was like back when we started the show. I think this would have been like episode three or something. Definitely like in the first five or ten when we were under the uh, we got this covered umbrella. Oh, yeah. And, and we had like kind of more clickbaity stuff going on. Uh, we were like we liked Logan, but I think we were like a slightly critical of something. So like the title was a little bit uh, like open ended for clickbait purposes. So it was like is Logan really that good or something? It was something like that. And I remember some folks got really, really mad at us for having it. Just like they didn't watch the, the or they didn't listen to the episode. They just saw that title and it's like, uh, how dare you? And it's like, <laughs> you know, X, Y, Z, your mother, X, Y, Z. Those are probably uh, the same people that are upset that, that, that Hugh Jackman is coming back for Deadpool 3. The Wolverine story was supposed to end with Logan. He's, he's, supposed, to be, he's supposed to retire from the character or something. I'll tell you, his our first one star review. Now we did get a one star review from somebody who I think did it accidentally because the comment is like nice. <laughs> it's like, oh, these movie takes are insightful. One star. I don't think they meant that. <laughs> but they just whatever. wanted to give you guys a star. They were just. I mean, <laughs> they thought that's all. Maybe, maybe they were being sarcastic. I don't know. They, they might have been sarcastic, but it's like not good sarcasm then. So one star. Maybe it was like one they, star. the one star, like number one. Um, They're like, if I put five stars, it's fifth place, and they don't deserve that. Basically, right? I mean, we had we had a two star review. Uh, so our one star review started two years ago. Um, so like, we went a long time without like one stars, but we got a two star where somebody said, "You guys are too young to have a podcast like this." I say that because half the time you get your movie references wrong, and I thought that was weird. And we did a whole bit on the show about it uh, <laughs> where we made fun of this person. Because this is the pandemic year, so we were doing sketches. And then we got one that uh, Will wasn't even on this episode, but it was uh, the extra milestone we did for the apartment. So, like, Will, you weren't you weren't even there to, you know, get criticized. But it was our first one-star review, and it said, terrible radio voice full of tropes, but they spelled it, like, troops and cliche jargon. As soon as I heard toxic masculinity to describe the apartment, which it wasn't being used to describe the apartment, uh, I was out. Please have a more in-depth viewpoint rather than just throwing out words told you repeatedly by others. The English language contains a multitude of similes and metaphors <laughs> to help paint a picture for people to understand a concept. So I enjoyed the irony of that one. Like that was kind of cool. Yeah, spoken like a true incel. 
Yeah, we also got in one star around that time. Uh, they were mad at us because another one that Will wasn't on, <laughs> where it was for Young Frankenstein. Wait, were you on Young Frankenstein, Will? You might have actually been on that with me and Sam. I don't think so. Okay, well, that was another extra milestone. Was, Those are the ones yeah. that, that drew the, the hate, apparently. Um, so, yeah, hope that adds. Which, know, that was the worst one, worst comment. But I, I find that so surprising only because I think, like, in the grand scheme of our podcast, the extra milestones were probably our best stuff. <laughs> like, some of the most <laughs> thorough and thoughtful reviews we ever produced and... You know, Sam did a really tremendous job with a lot of those episodes, and it's kind of a bummer that, you know, these uh, negative Nancys had to kind of drag that down. I guess so. Well, boys, I guess this is it. Now we have to move on to 301. And in your case, what is it, 72? 73? 72, yep. 72. Cool. Well, we'll see you on the other side, and thanks for just hanging out with us and chit-chatting. Yeah, it thanks was, so much uh, for having us. It was a real blast. It's an honor. Yeah, yeah thank was, you. Love being on here. Uh, I do have a question because I just put this ring on, but who are you? No idea. Hmm. Well, I guess that's a good place to end it. See y'all later. Well, I'm. Oh, Chris. you have something else, Will? Oh, you want to play the Rotten Tomatoes game with them? No, I said I'm Chris. Oh. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Will. And I'm confused. And remember, <laughs> kids, it ain't ogre <laughs> till it's ogre. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. All right. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see.